Fuck Chunk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the Puck Junk Hockey Podcast. I'm Sal Barry, and with me for this very special episode of the podcast, I have the three co-hosts with me today, Tim Parrish, Jim Howard, and Blake Isaacs. What's going on, guys? I feel old that this is the 100th episode. And it only took think, us five years if, to get there. If you, if you feel old, how do you think I feel? <laughs> Blake's Jeez. being very quiet because he's not feeling old because he's not old. I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. I didn't no, want to. No, no, that's good. You know, we need perspective. You give us perspective. And maybe later on you can help me get back into my Facebook account. I, I seem to have locked myself out again. Oh, no. What was music like after the 90s, Blake? <laughs> they have the internet I've actually computers now? only been listening to 90s music recently, so. One of there, us. But, one yeah. of us. Yeah. To him, it's new. <laughs> yeah well i can relate to that because i remember when everybody in the 90s was like oh 70s music 70s rock led zeppelin and pink floyd and stuff like that so it's cyclical but that's okay that's what i was listening to in the 90s that's what i so, still listen to yeah no problem with that so in this episode to kick off our 100th show and the 21 22 season i thought it would be fun to uh do an episode about NHL mascots, because everybody's got an opinion. Everybody loves some mascots. Everybody hates certain mascots, or maybe you hate all the mascots. So what we did is we did a very unscientific poll here. We kind of did what professional hockey writers do, where they'll vote for an award winner, and they'll give a first-place vote, a second-place vote, third-place, fourth-place, fifth-place votes. And so the first-place vote-getter gets five votes the second place gets four votes, et cetera, all the way down to the fifth place person getting one vote. That way we were able to vote. Um, I asked everybody to vote for five mascots and you're probably not going to be surprised at who we, well, most of us agreed who the best mascot should be. Shouldn't really be a surprise to anybody who listens to the show or watches hockey or knows what hockey is, or I don't know, has been alive the past three years. But you're going to be pretty interested by some of these uh, choices. Guys, any thoughts you want to get out there before we run down the list? We'll start with the worst. Uh, yeah, I got a thought. Uh, I think that uh, Sal just took all of our votes and threw them in trash and said, these are the mascots we're going to talk about. I kind of get that same impression. Yeah, too, but... 100%. Yeah. Wow. Because I was shocked at the results, and I'm like, who voted for these? And why were there, why were there we... 46 votes? Do we have a witness for the uh, vote counting? Um, I will say that, uh, actually, I did do one thing that was against the rules, but it was because Tim made me do it. Tim insisted on giving, he wanted to give last place votes to both Nash and Sabretooth for best, because he says, well, they're basically the same mascot, so I feel like they should each get one vote each. For that's like saying that's, that Garfield and Heathcliff are the same cat. They are. No. One, one lives with a loser, and the other one lives in a junkyard as a loser. Yeah, Gar Garfield is, or Heathcliff is just, never mind, I was going to say, it's a kid show, I'm not going to say that, never mind. Continue, go on. I hate Mondays. That I, was, uh. I do love some lasagna. Yes. So, um, yeah, I didn't, I actually, what I did was I counted up everybody's votes, and I did not vote, I didn't want you guys to see each other's votes, and you didn't, and I didn't look at your votes until after I voted, because I didn't want to influence and say, 
oh, well, you know, uh, this guy is in third place, but I think he should be second place. So I'm going to give him, uh, you know, four votes, you know, give him some second place votes or whatever. So actually, I'm really surprised. And I'll talk about this more later, but I'm surprised, like, between the four of us, Bailey didn't even crack the top five of best mascots. Um, I have my opinions there. Okay. Well, it wasn't even on my list. We'll start with the worst first. So the third worst, there was a three-way tie. I wanted to rank the five worst and the five best, but there was a three-way tie for third worst. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first in that three-way tie was Stormy, the lovable mascot of the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, Jim, I feel like I'm taking this one personally. No, you're taking it personally, but because you have a vested interest in this, I can't let you talk first about this. Blake, you gave a lot of your votes. You gave three votes towards Stormy as the worst, and that was, I think, the most of any of us. What hey, are your you thoughts? You voted here? three times for the same person. I didn't know. No, 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 no. If you if you give a th- a first place mascot gets five votes, a second place oh, mascot yeah. gets four votes, a third place mascot gets three votes. Oh, I forgot the rules. Sorry, I never understood them in the first place. I, I was oh. confused. Well, first, you know, I apologize. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings here. I just won the name. If this were best mascot names, Stormy would be up there. I like the whole, you know, keeping with the theme. I like that. But, you know, other than a certain mascot that we'll save to the end, I don't like it when mascots don't really make sense with the team name. I think Stormy is a pig. I'm not sure. The fact that I can't tell. I think goes a long way to why I rated Stormy very low or very high on the worst list. Stormy's cute. You know, obviously kids listen to this and mascots are for kids. So, you know, there's points there, but I just don't get it. You know, like sometimes mascots that aren't exact, like obviously Howler is a coyote, coyote, Arizona coyotes. Like that's a, it's pretty easy. I like that. You don't always have to fit with the team name, but Stormy, I just, I just don't think it makes any sense. It just makes no sense to me. And yeah, that's why I rated Stormy that low. Okay, Jim, you look ready to to, to explode. Uh, and you hear my crack my, my knuckles there? Yep. Okay. So Carolina is synonymous with pulled pork. It is the food that we are known for. We have a whole lot of hog farms, like more than Ohio does. So... It came down to having a pig or ice hog, as Stormy is actually uh, categorized as, uh, or a squirrel. So would you rather our our, our mascot be a squirrel or an ice hog? See, that Uh, makes sense, but I feel like there are other... The squirrel would make even less sense, though. Oh, I didn't say the squirrel. I don't know. They, I've seen a lot of weird mascots. You'd think they could fit some sort of hurricane as a mascot, make it come to life. That would have been better than a pig, to me. Mm, how do you uh, make like how do you make like a swirling ball into a I don't know. I a saw mascot. a guy go as a tornado for Halloween when I was in middle school. I think it could happen. There's 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 the uh, a cyclone mascot so like a year in, a, in the minor leagues that is actually really, really good. And uh, but a cyclone and a hurricane are two very different things because one of them can fit in a building and one of them destroys all the buildings. <laughs> right. So I also gave three votes, third place for worst, towards Stormy because my problem you. is, yeah, I know, but thank you for still being on the show today. Okay. Well, first of all, animals like a wolf, cool, right? Or a predator, okay, cool. A pig, pigs get eaten, right? 
So uh, it's just, I, I always find that silly. And, and I always find that like, listen, I'm never going to be the type to say non-traditional hockey markets because I feel like when people say that, it's always somebody from Toronto and they're always, you know, looking down their nose at like Nashville or Carolina or what, whatever, like non-traditional hockey markets. I think any market could be a traditional hockey market if you give it a team and you support it. But I feel that like a lot of the Southern states, they always go with like, oh, well, we farm cows, so we're going to have a cow mascot. Oh, we farm chickens, so we're going to have a fighting chicken and it, or whatever. And I know there's no fighting chicken NHL team, although if there was, I'd probably own that jersey. I have a problem with a pig as a mascot, but I get it that it's cute. It's for kids. But then, I mean, come on, dude, the, the Hurricanes have three mascots. They can't even they can't even commit to one mascot. Well, they maybe got, just jealous got, because the Stormy's already got a girlfriend. So. Yeah, and then, and then how does Pucky fit into this? Pucky the whale? Is there some sort of thing going on here that we shouldn't uh, talk Pucky about? Pucky just visits like twice a year. Yeah, That's I was gonna it. Say, He's I don't not think a permanent Pucky resident. Uh-huh. Pucky doesn't count. Pucky's still owned by the city of Hartford, I think. Right, well. Okay, the last city. thing I'm going to say as a rebuttal is I know y'all aren't from the South, but... If you ever want to make a body disappear, you just throw that body into a pen of pigs and that entire body will completely disappear and you don't have to worry about Johnny Law anymore. That's a good point. Moving on. That's a good point. To Sal's point before, I actually did think Stormy was a cow for a while until I found out it was a pig. So A lot of people thought he was a bear, too. I've gotten that. Yeah, I don't see bear, but those ears and sort of the nose are kind of cow I like, think if you don't know what animal a mascot is, I don't think it can be good. Well, this is a perfect segue to our next mascot because also tied for third worst was Hunter, the Edmonton Oilers mascot. And uh, Jim, you threw a lot of votes towards Hunter. I think you said that Hunter was your second least favorite or second worst mascot on your list. So, Oh, yes. What is Hunter anyway? Hunter is classified as a lynx. Not a bobcat, a lynx. Yes, hmm. there is technically a difference. So on his uh, his official page, on the Oilers page, says, Like my lynx family and friends, I only come out at night to hunt, and one of those nights I actually came across a bunch of kids playing hockey on an outdoor rink. And then... Is that how he became a hockey fan? I, no, I think he just murders children. <laughs> That's what it Wait. says on their website? That's what it says on their website. That's really creepy. So anyway, he transports them over the border and takes them down to uh, Stormy. So here, here's my notes on, on Hunter. Hunter is solid nightmare fuel and not the fun kind like Gritty is. If the rat song Shame, Shame, Shame was like turned into a mascot, that would be Hunter. Hunter is just that terrible. Uh, Should have known better. There are supposedly pictures of him with kids, but clearly they have to be Photoshopped for two reasons. One, he's the same height as those kids in the pictures. And two, those kids are laughing and having fun. If any kid ever met Hunter, they would be screaming. He is the most terrifying looking damn mascot we have in the NHL, period. There's nothing fun about him at all. He has evil eyes. His facial, like the mask is too 
realistic so it makes him look that scary when like and on top of that it's so much bigger than the rest of his body like yeah i get that you know a lot of the mascots have bigger heads than their body his is ginormous if i woke up and saw that in the foot of my bed i would be screaming at a higher pitch than my wife oh jim Uh, i was going to give stormy a little compliment here i was going to say the one thing at least with stormy is it's kid kid friendly you know the eyes the whole face it's very friendly but hunter I agree. I could. I might go to bed tonight. I'll let you guys know in the morning if I have nightmares from Hunter. I'll give you guys a call. <laughs> wow. Yeah. If you, I don't know if you guys did your. They try. They've. They've kind of tried to bury this. But if you go back to like 1997, 2000 or so, when Stormy first was released, I, I guess is the only way I can put it. He was nightmare fuel back then. Somehow he hit this weird, strange puberty about three or four years into his career. And then all of a sudden he became this happy, jolly, cartoony pig. But let me tell you, he was a maddening wild boar that was scary as hell when he first hit the RBC Center. Hmm. Does anybody have any arguments against Hunter being god-awful? He wasn't on my list, so go go right ahead. I had him somewhere in the middle. He definitely was uh, on my worst list, but I put him towards the bottom because I had other mascots that I wanted to disparage. I think like with at least Hunter, it's like, okay, yeah, it's it's too scary. But I was just, it's almost like what's funny about this activity, and you guys will probably agree with me on this, is that it was easy to pick your favorite and your least favorite, and maybe like two or three. But then there's like a lot of mascots that were just kind of benign too. Like, yeah, they're okay. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with Nordy or whatever. Like, yeah, there's a lot of middle of the pack characters. Yeah, yeah the know, middle of the go, pack is large. Yeah, exactly. Like, you just kind of look and you go, well, well, you know, Nash, yeah, Nash is all right. Like, uh, Nash didn't make either of my list. I don't have anything against Nash. I don't have anything for Nash either. You know what I mean? I, there just was kind of, eh, I guess, meh. But I think think they only really stick out if they're great or they're terrible. And I think like that's what you saw with Gritty, regardless of the side of the fence you live on. You talk about him. He makes a scene. And I think a lot of these mascots are just kind of bleh, middle of the pack. So I want to move on to the next one. Uh, Another. uh, So the third one in our third way tie for third worst was UP, the Canadian's mascot. Spelled Y O U P P I exclamation point. That's yeah, part of his name. Don't leave it's out the exclamation point. Never leave out the him. never leave out the explanation point. Yeah. Tim, you threw a lot of votes towards UP as uh, one of the worst. Because I don't like him. I think he's silly. So yes, you know you've got this mascot that was created in 1979, right? He was not the Habs mascot. He became the Habs mascot in 2005. And the reason for that is he was the Montreal Expos mascot. So he's only the Habs mascot because Major League Baseball couldn't get a winning season out of the Expos. Or for that matter, find a bilingual GM or get a Major League Baseball salary cap or a new stadium or a significant increase to the value of the Looney. too early. Yeah, so I mean can't get any of those things you lose your team so the team becomes the washington nationals and UP. but they don't take up to washington yeah no, he goes to washington would be a great movie they well that was gonna was happen gone. but it didn't. it didn't yeah they came up with their own mascot and up was left in the cold so to speak well how would so a montreal friend... adopted him 
a, a giant orange French Canadian mascot. How's that going to fit in with the Washington Nationals? It, well, it how does it? How does it even fit in with the Montreal Canadiens? That's my point. He's an orange hairy giant. What does that have to do with Montreal or the Canadians? Is that a reference you know, to Canadians are all redheaded with giant beards and furry? I mean, the guy looks like a human version of Gritty. He does. He's all covered he, in orange, even though oh, he came on. first. So maybe Gritty looks like a monster version of him. I'm going to put it like this. Yuppie is the before picture when someone discovers meth. Oh, Gritty see, is the texture. That, that could explain it. I'd that agree. I think it. I agree with Tim. I think I mean, it's just really ugly. I think it kind of goes there. I do like the exclamation point. I'm going to throw a 2000s bands out there for you guys for Panic at the Disco. They do the exclamation point. So paying homage to that. I, I think UP debuted for the Canadians the same year. Panic at the Disco released their first album. So little, little, little bit there. But yeah, I mean, just like, again, throwing um, more compliments to Stormy. Maybe I was wrong. Cute mascot brings in the kids. <laughs> Yuppie is scary looking because you could, unlike Hunter, I'm probably not going to run into a lynx on the street, but a scary, ugly person looking like Yuppie, I could run into on the street. And that gives me actual nightmares because that's realistic. And I certainly don't want to see Yuppie in my dreams either. See, and a lot of people like him because he's been around for so long. I mean, he was elected to the Mascot Hall of Fame, which is about 20 miles from my house, by the way, in case anybody cared, in Whiting, Indiana. Oh, good. Um, i got a place to stay when I go visit there. But again, he's a giant, orange, hairy monster person. Like like your... Again, are we talking about Yuppie or Gritty? Like the hairy uncle that you don't want to talk about that sometimes shows up to Thanksgiving. So I want to imagine something really, I just, I just had a funny thought when you were talking about the Canadians adopting UP when the Expos became the Nationals and they left Montreal. So I'm imagining a homeless UP wandering the streets of downtown Montreal, maybe sitting against a building, you know, with its head down. And then like, maybe there's somebody on the Canadians is like, oh, c- come on, we'll We'll take you in, you know, we'll, we'll take you in because we don't have a mascot. I mean, we don't really need a mascot. We're the Montreal freaking Canadians. But, you know, it was kind of like a pity adoption. You know what I mean? Like, oh, poor little baseball mascot. Nobody wants you because nobody would culturally understand you outside of our province. I do Just, like that. I'll say, like, a franchise as old as the Canadians, like, it's hard to, like, introduce new stuff. So I like that they took something where the Canadians, the Expos were on their way out and they kind of took a piece of that in. So not really old, but from something they were taking the way. I do think familiar. that's cool. Yeah, something familiar. I mean, they couldn't have found a worse mascot um, well, to do that with. Uh, that also goes to the, the, the kindness that you have of our, to our brothers, you know, in the North where they, they reach out and accept people for who they are and take them in when they're in times of need. Because I'm pretty sure the last time I drove through Atlanta, I saw Thrash in a homeless camp underneath a bridge on I-85, and he looked terrible. Thrash is not doing good these days, really. Uh, somebody somebody needs to, you know, start a 5K or something to, to just so that the people don't rem- don't forget Thrash. He's still out there, I think there's there, worse guys. things you could have seen under a bridge in Atlanta. So oh, I have. Thrash is that's it's not the worst thing. I wanted to just say this really quick about Montreal because, okay, we do say it is nice that Montreal took in UP and adopted him and, you know, made him like part of the family or whatnot. However, 
the Canadians did not extend any sort of courtesy to bada boom the blue furry mascot of the Quebec Nordiques when the Nordiques moved to Colorado and became the Avalanche in 95. They didn't take bada boom. I don't know if there's an exclamation point, but his name's bada boom. So I guess you really don't need a, an exclamation point. Uh, although it should have one, uh, he wasn't adopted by the Canadians. So it's like, screw you, Nordique mascot, but okay, baseball mascot, you you're, you can come with us. I'm pretty well, sure Bada, they were probably hoping with a name like Bada Boom and being blue that the Rangers would have picked him up. Hey, Yeah, Bada I was going to say, with a Bada Boom, he should have went on... to New York or New Jersey or Philly, somewhere around there. They fit right in with the blue yeah, shirts. On, yeah. on the well, famous mascot waiver wire. <laughs> one other... <laughs> One other thing, though, that people might want to know about UP is he's the only mascot to ever be thrown out of an MLB game. So, really, that, that's really? one claim to fame. Do we know what for? three hasn't been thrown out of a game yet? Uh, maybe a hockey game, but uh, UP was thrown out of a baseball game because wow. uh, they were playing the Dodgers one time. I think it was back in '88 or '89, and he was jumping around on the dugout for the Dodgers, and Tommy Lasorda got ticked off and started yelling and screaming about him making so much noise and. He came out of the dugout and started yelling at him, but it was really the crowd behind him was like pounding on the the roof of the mm-hmm. dugout, and mm-hmm. he was just kind of caught in the crossfire. And so, it's a great sort of start. Yeah, the sort of starts yelling at him and screaming at him. Third base ump sees it and comes over and he's like, "You're out. <laughs> like you're not causing That's distraction or problem. Just get That's out." Worth it. Speaking <laughs> of that, we talked about the Nationals. Really quick baseball anecdote as well the GM of the Nationals was thrown out of a game by the ump earlier this season. I don't know if he was just really loud from his box and the ump heard him, but the ump literally pointed at him in the like the owner's box, GM's box, and threw him out, and he had to leave. And he, I don't know where he went, to his office or something, but he was thrown out of the game from his seat. Wow. It's like being thrown out of your own house. Now, as, as long as we're on the topic of throwouts, Gritty was thrown out of that a stadium series game when he was streaking. Hmm. And then I believe Harvey the Hound was thrown out of the game when he got into the altercation with Craig McTavish. When, oh, uh, when McTavish ripped his tongue off? When, yeah, oh. when I think Mac T was coaching the Oilers back then, and Harvey was uh, annoying him. And yeah, and uh, McTavish pulled, ripped his tongue out. That's pretty badass, if you ask me. I'm sorry. For both of them. I mean, to be a mascot to really piss off a... A coach, and mind you, Craig McTavish was the last player to play without a helmet. So this guy was tough. All right, you, if you're if you're still skating around without a helmet, you're brave. You're tough, and you're old. And you're old, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so old like no one on this call. Oh, that was no. That was a compliment. That was a compliment. Come on, Jeff. So, I know. <laughs> trying to help you. Um, out. Blake Spartacat. I know you had some thoughts about Spartacat. I know. Tim had a I lot have of thoughts. thoughts about Spartacat. My first thought is... I have a few. I uh, am Spartacat. Sorry, just had to say if that. You, you all might not remember, but you know, I'm pretty into the, the Twitterverse and whatnot. There was a Twitter thread about four years ago, starting from when the Senators lost that, I think it was 2016, Game 7 overtime to the Penguins, and the Penguins went on to win the title. Whatever year that was, and obviously, you know, they were, they were one goal away from going to the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, they traded Eric Carlson. Uh, those couple of players were caught in, I think Matthew Shane was one of them caught in the Uber talking crap about their coach. You know, fill in the blank. And there were like 50 things, half of them with Eugene Melnick, um, obviously the stadium stuff. And 
it was this long, maybe 30 to 40 tweets of just like horrific things that could happen to an organization. And I would put Spartacat, just the, his existence on this list. Um, again, idea, great. Cute lion mascot. I don't know. I, I don't know much about Ottawa. I don't know what you put as a mascot, but okay, a lion. Everyone loves lions. Pretty easy, right? It's like having a dog as a mascot. It feels Execution. like you mailing it in, but yeah, well, yeah, of course. But it could be worse. Execution is horrendous here. I mean, this is again, we talk about nightmares. This is the ugliest looking mascot I've ever seen. Again, I appreciate what they did, you know, with Storm making it try. They tried to make it look cute. Sparta Cat, you could tell, like, the goal wasn't, like, Hunter, like, let's make it look legit. Let's make it look like a cute, cuddly lion. This lion, again, you mentioned the meth. It's just, like, it looks like it hasn't combed its hair in 15 years. It is just, it looks like this, this costume has been sitting in the janitor's closet. I don't know the name of where the senators play, but some back room there, just with mold and must, where, like, the one guy who probably like the assistant to the guy who sharpens the skates worked and he's just got this four by four closet in them. They hang the mascot costume in the, in a shower rod and it's just damp and disgusting. And that's like, it looks like Spartacat was birthed in there. So that that's my piece. It actually got left on the back of a, in the back of a city bus uh, at the end of the season after, you know, they, they lost out early at some point. And uh, the the person that was responsible for the head, you know, completely forgot where it was, you know, probably came home drunk or something, left the head back there. And it spent the entire offseason just going around the city on this damn city bus, just collecting refuse and people spitting on it and saying terrible things to it. And eventually the guy got back on the bus at the preseason. And he was like, oh, shit, here's where I left the head. And, you know, then he took it in. But, he, you know, just hasn't watched it since. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Nobody took it off the bus. Nobody wanted it. Nobody was no, like, hey, no. cool, mascot head. I'll take this home and hang it on my wall because it's funny. No, they just left it alone. I voted like, for Spartacat because I don't understand why he's a lion. I don't get the reference. Like, why a lion? Like, what's the point of that? Why a duck? Like, like they should have a big, cartoony, giant-headed guy dressed like their logo as their mascot. Not a lion. They would look too much like uh, UCLA's mascot. Yeah. Well, it would, everybody would probably be just be like, nah, you stole that from UCLA. You guys suck. Well, I mean, every mascot's stolen from another mascot at some point. Who else has a pig? Huh? Who else has a pig? Rockford Ice Hogs. Yeah. But they probably yeah. stole And they're actually from... called the Ice Hogs, so it makes sense. Not, I'm named after barbecue sauce. Come on. I'm named after barbecue sauce. <laughs> No, so, I'd be on board for that. So here's my understanding of Spartacat. So, okay, so it sounds like Spartacus, right? I get he, the Sparta part, I get Okay, so even though they're the senators, they look like, their logo looks like a Roman centurion, right? And I mm -hmm. think centurions would have been a way cooler name than senators. Because when I think of senators, I think of like the old guys sitting around not passing bills, right? I don't think of, you know, and they're trying and, to- and, and stabbing Julius Caesar. Well, or okay, yes. or that you know they're they're yeah. trying to evoke this like old timey like you know birthplace stabbing of civilization. In the back. Yeah, stabbing in the back. Um, you know like old senate. You know the 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 Roman Senate from you know 400 BC or whatever, right? But it's a centurion as a logo. 
But if you remember reading the stories from the Bible, the way the Romans would round up the Christians and they would feed them to the lions, right? They'd have these big arenas full with people, the bread and the circuses, right? Yes. And they would have the gladiatorial combat and then they'd, you know, or they'd throw like the, the, the Christians who were being persecuted, they would throw them in the, throw them to the lions. Like that's, a, you've heard that saying before, like, oh, we threw them to the lions, right? That's where that phrase comes from. So sure. it it's, to me, it's kind of like, I mean, I'm Catholic, but you know, I'm not like, ooh, religiously offended by this or whatever. I'm just like, yeah, okay, that's, if that's what you were thinking, good on you, man. Spartacat, uh, screw it. They, they should have just named him Brutus. <laughs> to Brute. Oh, I love that. <laughs> look, if, look, if Sal's right on this, then they should go public with that comment so that everybody in the world cancels them. Because that's what will happen <laughs> if they admit that. Yes, we named, we named and chose our mascot because we wanted to show a wild animal that was used by the Romans to eat people. That wouldn't even be close to the worst publicity they've had in the last five years. So, and that's, that's the true. yeah, that's the worst part about it. <laughs> that's true. I think there's something that got lost in translation because I mean they're they're the senators. I think because it's the the government seat of yeah, it's the capital. Uh, it's the capital of Canada, and so they're they're senators in the capital, and so they just named it senators because that's what they have. Mm -hmm. And just a lot of things got lost in translation, and there were some half thoughts and a lot of shrugs at the meetings and stuff like that. I, I don't think they put that much thought into it, really. Wait, that's Jim, just what all comes down to. I don't think senators? it was that devious, is what Sal came up with. Are but you good saying on the senators didn't put thought in something that they did? As uh, an they don't down here. <laughs> Oh, I meant the hockey organization, not the. Oh uh, no! <laughs> I mean, now keep in mind, I, I don't see it either way, but going uh, back to 1992, when the Senators came into the league and they went to the expansion draft, they had a laptop, which would have been highfalutin in 1992, because who the hell had a laptop computer in 1992? But the Senators I wasn't even did. Born in 1992. Right. See, they weren't even Blake. I, was say, I know in Blake didn't. Huh? <laughs> So anyway, the battery of the laptop died and they couldn't plug it in anywhere. So they had to do things from memory. Like they had to like basically like, oh no, our computer that had all our information on it doesn't work. What do we do? And then another thing that I just think is really funny just to show how backwards the senators have been since day one, their road jerseys, their black road jerseys had red numbers on them. And that is very poor contrast. And the next year they said, oh, you know what? We should make these numbers on the back of these jerseys white so that they contrast with the black jerseys instead of red, which are harder to see against black. So they they, they also on standard television. Yeah. I mean, they they even failed a little bit of color theory there. So, I mean, yeah, going going back to the beginning, they just didn't they didn't think anything out. Maybe the red was supposed to like uh, symbolize the bleeding out the back from the knife wounds. Uh, yeah, red, red blood. That's what made the that's what made the numbers uh, red. So um, who's who's the worst mascot on our our list? Oh yeah, all right, yeah. I was about to bring that up. So Stinger, the Blue Jackets mascot, had nine votes total. I freaking hate that mascot. In fact, you know what's funny is like I remember when. 
the Blue Jackets came into the league in 2000, and that was their logo. I just thought it's terrible. It's this bright green, ugly bug. They're Blue Jackets, and it's a yellow jacket, but it's green, and it has big, ugly red eyes, and it's holding a hockey stick, and I guess it's supposed to be dressed as a Union Army soldier. I disliked everything about that logo because here's my... um, Sal, don't forget that his eyebrows are hockey sticks. Oh, wow. I didn't even pick up on that. That's it. I'm taking him off the bad list. Wow, yep, no, yeah, that, that changes my vote now. <laughs> I, I did not know that. I learned something today. You know, and I learned something today. Not all hockey mascots are terrible. Well, no, this one is terrible. So I have this problem with certain mascots as the logo on the jersey. Okay, the more cartoony of an animal that's shown playing hockey or the more cartoony the animal, the more minor league the team is. Now, there are exceptions to this. The Pittsburgh Penguins famously have a penguin holding a hockey stick and skating. And that, to me, is the epitome of a logo of an animal playing that sport and looking cool, right? If you think of, like, the Chicago Bears football logo, it's like a a roaring bear head. It's not a bear playing football, right? It's just a roaring head. It looks cool, right? The Penguin logo looks cool. The Penguin logo from the early 70s, not so cool. It was a fat penguin with a scarf, and it looked kind of silly, but it was still a step up. It could have been a minor league logo, but it was still a little bit better than that. Like, But then you look at like some ECHL teams, and it's like, it's a cartoon fish holding a hockey stick. And why is it a cartoon fish? Oh, because fishing is really popular in these parts of this region or whatever. And that kind of goes back. Because, you know, that it's like they all get a pass because any the more ridiculous you are, the more publicity you get. And one of my favorite logos of all time is the Victoria Salmon Kings logo. They were an ECHL team that played in Victoria, British Columbia, really big salmon fishing in that part. So it's a cartoon fish. It almost looks like a like a Simpsons character as a fish wearing a giant crown. And I love that logo. That is like my favorite logo. It is the most ridiculous hockey logo. Maybe not I can think of, but... I love that logo. It's ridiculous. I have like four or five Salmon King jerseys in my closet. I probably have more Salmon King jerseys than Blackhawk jerseys. I'm not kidding. And yeah, but I mean, and if their mascot was a salmon with a giant crown running around the stands, it's like, you know what? That's fine. You're an ECHL team. You got to do what you got to do. Now, if an NHL team was doing that, I would think, okay, you really need to take a step back and evaluate some of your choices that you've made in your life. I don't like I don't like Stinger. I guess I read somewhere that like he's a yellow jacket, but yellow and blue makes green and that's why he's green. And wow, that's really high concept. Just so I guess they understand color theory, unlike the senators. Wait, but, Sal, I have a question for you. Yep. So you mentioned that the Stinger's dressed as an army soldier. Isn't and he? the blue jackets well, you mentioned that. The blue jackets also have their cannon. Is yep. blue jacket actually supposed to be like is that like a name of like a Militia Union or like, Union Army soldiers. Yes. Because you have the Two different but... meanings. Yeah. Two different meanings. The Blue Jackets being the Union Army soldiers and the blue version of a yellow jacket being the okay, fact so, that he's okay. some kind of bee. So but they yes. basically took the Union Army soldier, the Blue Jackets, and they're like, okay, our mascot's going to be, you know, it's not like the, I don't think the Boston Celtics mascot type of thing where like obviously it's like an actual dude or Notre Dame. 
they would do anymore. So they made it a yellow jacket. So I understand the animal choice, but Sal, I agree with you that like they could have done a way better job with like the execution of the design of the animal. So that's where that's where I'll leave it. I brought up the blue and green thing. Yeah. Because Oh, you did, yes. Yeah. Because I'm like, why is he green? He's a yellow jacket. But then you're like, oh, but he's supposed to be a blue jacket. So yellow and blue make green, so he's green blue jacket. That he's a dang mascot. I shouldn't have to like think about there shouldn't the be much logic behind there. him. Yeah, I shouldn't have to like be like, why is this a bug? What does this have to do with bees? Um, why is it a yellow jacket, but it's supposed to be blue? I shouldn't have to like spend five minutes going from point A to point B figuring out why the heck there's a green bug. I agree. I will bring back the cannon. Where's the cannon? That made sense. I love the cannon. Because the cannon was too phallic. That's why they got rid of it. Yes, I know. But bring it back anyway. I do think the cannon. The cannon with the mustache. The cannon third jerseys. Awesome. Also, to give the city of Columbus some love, I was in Columbus last weekend. Awesome city. Downtown is great. Great place to see a game. Very cool place. So, um, Stinger, terrible. City of Columbus, actually surprisingly nice. I've heard wonderful things about Columbus, too, and I'd like to visit there someday. However, I will argue argue that nobody in Columbus likes those blue jerseys with the cannon on them because they lost a hell of a lot of games in those jerseys, and they burned them for that reason. You're you're not wrong. Yeah, that's the whole superstition thing. It is a nice looking jersey though. The the third jersey with the cannon on it and the tan shoulders or the the beige shoulders, that is a nice jersey. I love it. The blues have one too. I'm really into crests. I have this thing with crests, and I like that's like because it's just the circle with the cannon. I'm really into that. How it's mm-hmm. just like it's its own crest. So I'm love that. Shout out to Columbus for that. Same with the blues. The Red Wings actually do that on their practice jerseys now. They have like a circle with the with the logo in it. I'll say all, all nice things about Columbus, except for Stinger. Stinger's atrocious. Again, scary, those eyes. This is my test for how bad a mask that is. If I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm sweating and I open my eyes and I see those red eyes bulging out of Stinger's face, I am going to lose control of my bladder. And that's kind of where I draw the line. Oh, okay, so if we're doing the, the wake-up test here, then what mascot do you wake up, see above you, and then immediately think, kiss me, you silly fool? Exactly. Exactly my point. Any of these giant freak of nature furry things wakes up over me, I'm probably going to actually die for real this time. I thought that was a serious question. I was looking at the list and I'd say, well, I guess Stormy's not too bad. Like, if I had to... Do I want to kiss Hunter? No. UP? No. Spartacat? No. Stinger? Hell no. Stormy? Ah, okay. He's kind of a happy pig i could deal with or hog so I, I could deal with that i guess that's the the the, the least awful but i want to say this really quick just one last thing about stinger is that if your mascot needs a half page of footnotes to explain everything you probably thought way too hard about it and you did it wrong i'm, I'm gonna say bernie probably probably gives too much tongue there, there's just bernie has too much tongue anyway so i, I wouldn't want to now nah, let's just move on well, okay, did anybody else have anything they wanted to say about Stinger? Because I think we could give a few dishonorable mentions after that. No, you covered what I had. I don't like Tommy Hawk. I'm a Black Hawk fan. I don't like Tommy Hawk. And I'm going to tell you why. And actually, Stinger I gave first place, worst mascot. Tommy Hawk I gave second worst place. 
My problem with Tommy Hawk is that they redesigned the mascot after the team won the cup. Maybe maybe the year before, the year after they won the cup. Because I remember being at a Blackhawk convention, and I remember they had a, a Q&A with management. And so this would have been uh, summer of 2009, I think. And I remember they had like McDonough, you know, John McDonough was there and, and Dale Talon. And it was like, ask the Blackhawk management your questions. And people came it's up. Like a and, panel. Yeah. But everybody could walk up to the mic and ask a question. And so somebody walked up and said, I think Tommy Hawk is really scary. It scared my kid. And I think McDonough or somebody said, oh, well, you know, we're looking into maybe how we can make the mascot more fan friendly. Now, Tommy Hawk used to look more like a hawk and he had amber colored eyes and like a hook shaped beak and he was i thought he was bloody talons yeah well he didn't have bloody talons but he could have he looked tough he looked like a tough bird he kind of looked a little it kind of reminds me a little bit of like how slapshot looks like an eagle and kind of like a tough eagle like still approachable as a mascot but still kind of with like a little bit of an edge and this thing now that they call tommy hawk with the googly blue eyes and like the feathers and the ooh, the the big long wavy arms and all this stuff is just it's just terrible. I can't. I like what Tommy Hawk was. I don't like the fact that they said, ah, this is too scary. Let's make him. Let's make him more kid friendly. You know, I mean, look at the Chicago Wolves of the AHL. Skates, I think, is like the perfect mascot. I know we're not talking about minor league mascots, but he's a wolf. He's a little scary looking because he's a wolf, but he's still he's kind really... of a lot scary looking, actually. You think so? I had my picture taken with him, actually. Yeah. Oh, did he come out to, to <laughs> Carolina? No, no, no. I, I was up in Chicago for work a, a good while back, and uh, and I, I popped in and I saw him and a bunch of the uh, the cheer squad running around, and I was like, hey, can I get a picture? And the uh, he was reaching for my camera. I was like, no, no, no. I want a picture with you. The girls can stand over there. Let me just get a picture with the wolf here. Ha, <laughs> Jim. I am blown away and give you all the respect for willingly going to Allstate Arena. Wait, did you drive there? Because if you drove there willingly, you would be my hero because that is the worst parking lot on planet Earth. I hate it. I'll never go back. I drove my rental car to it. Okay. I, I know there's plenty of others, but I think that might have been the first stadium that I've ever visited where there were signs absolutely everywhere saying, absolutely positively no tailgating. You will be thrown out and probably arrested if we see a grill. When I sell, they want to I make damn like sure that they get their concession money in there. Yep, it is uh, one of my least favorite venues to go to. Not not in terms of like in arena. Ironically, saw Panic at the Disco there a couple years ago. But parking wise, wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. That's your third Panic at the Disco reference. You're done. What was my first? <laughs> you're done. <laughs> what was my? Did you cut off? I, I count two. Uh, you, I you're count talking two. About, no, you said you said it twice the first time, so that counts as two. I'll accept the challenge. I'll be done. And, and, right. and the fact that uh, Panic the Disco has an exclamation mark at the at, on their name, just like UP has an exclamation mark. Right, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what started it all. No more Panic. Um, any other dishonorable mentions? Wanna? <laughs> we got Bonnie, yeah. we got Sparky, we got Victory Green, Sabretooth, Nordy, and Finn, and oh, and Ch- I gave my one worst place vote to um, Chance. I just don't like Chance. Chance is just. The Knights did every, you know what, the Knights are an example, you want to contrast with the Senators, the Knights are an example of a team that did everything right except the mascot. Like, 
everything yeah. they did right from the players that they drafted to how they introduced the teams and the players and the first responder after that shooting tragedy in Vegas to the team having unexpected success in the first season, making it to the Stanley Cup final. Their to uni- releasing their, their full uniform look and then realizing yep. very quickly that those white gloves looked terrible and got rid of them before the opening night. Okay, yeah. yes. So they, they're they, uh, AHL teams... The, the similarities in the branding between the two teams I thought was really cool, too. The AHL team should be the Squires. I agree. Knights and Squires. Yeah, that would make sense. But I mm-hmm. like the fact that they're just right down the street. So they need the, to bring up the, a guy uh, that takes three minutes. Isn't the Coyotes' uh, AHL team the Roadrunners? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Perfect. Long time coming. But yeah. uh, oh, the one thing I just put I... that together. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Like, uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I never thought about it. I knew they were the Roadrunners, but I never actually thought about it. And yes, I'm old enough to understand the reference, but it just never clicked. So, yeah, you were born post Space Jam, so you didn't, uh, you don't know about the Looney Tunes. Oh, I know I do. I do. It was just a little, little younger, but I, I know about them. I watched he's, it. He's so. late to the party, but he's early to the, to the panic at the disco. But Chance was probably the only misstep by the Vegas Golden Knights their first season. I mean, even their Twitter account was hilarious, right? Like I said, they did everything right. And then they have a, a, a Gila, Gila, can I say Gila lizard? Gila, Gila monster, monster as their mascot. And everybody was like, what? Huh? What is that? Oh, okay. And it just, it just I felt like that just fell flat. But desert, he is. Desert dwelling reptile. Yeah, he is. Um, it doesn't really come through on TV or anything like that, but when you meet him in person, if you go to a game there, um, he is sparkly. There is that. He is the most sparkly mascot, I think, that might be in the NHL. Everything's well, sparkly it's, it in is Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Hey, my worst vote, which apparently nobody else voted for, I had Sparky the Dragon as my worst. Damn. You can rebuttal that because he's up in the top. Yeah, he's, he's one of the best. So I think we should move on to the, the best mascot. So we had a, let's see, first, second, third. So we had five, but the we had two that were tied for fourth place. Uh, so let's see. Why don't we start with the NJ Devil, or NJ Devil, which is obviously the mascot of the Devils. And, uh, Wait, that's Jim, his name? NJ Devil. Yeah, NJ Devil. Oh, okay. Jim, that was, you actually, you said that that was the best mascot. Yeah, you I want to know why. You, you want to know why? Yes. Because I'm Satan. the devil's advocate. Oh, see. You did that <laughs> I knew. I knew. I knew that was coming. I, I knew it. I, I, I did it just to, I I put it there anyway. just so I'd have it. No, I've got other reasons, but I really, really wanted to make that joke, too. Uh, he is positively villainous. He's got that snidely whiplash uh mustache and sneer he's got the cocked eyebrow that would make the rock blush uh he's a hell of a hockey player if you've ever seen him go out there and handle the puck he is really really good but he's also got fantastic marketing and he's been doing it for a damn damn long time too he is an absolute professional at being the jerk that everybody loves He's just fantastic at, at, at everything he does. I, I can't f- really fault him at anything. So is he a generic devil, like small case D, or is he actually Satan? Uh, I think he would tell you he is the big D. Okay. 
He's not the Jersey Devil because the Jersey Devil is something different. And it's not like they went over and said, hey, you know what? We're going to be the Pine Barons and have a rich looking guy. looks like the Monopoly dude instead. No, they they went with with nice and and sinister because, you know, New Jersey. Because, I mean, I get the I get the New Jersey Devil reference from Mm. that standpoint. But the fact that they made him an actual devil and he looks like Satan, who every child was told to fear their entire life. Yeah, but if you if okay, if you tried to make a mascot out of what the Jersey Devil looks like, right? That would that would scare Hunter. Yes, it would. That'd okay, so th- this is the cute and cuddly version of what they could come up with. But you know what? The ladies love him. The ladies do love him. That's right. He, he kind of looks like uh like one of those old timey drawings of like. You know, like the El Diablo type drawings, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Like that kind of 1950s kind of like almost like the little devil that would be on your shoulder if you were like thinking bad thoughts or whatever. Would, wouldn't oh, yeah. you say? Exactly. Uh, I don't have a problem with uh, NJ Devil. I kind of put him at like he was just kind of one of those middle of the pack mascots for me. That where I go, well, it makes sense. It's not a bear or a lion. You know, it's it's a devil. They're the devils, and it's a devil. I really wish it was Putty from Seinfeld, just going, "I'm a devil. I'm the devil." Ah, right? That would be that would be the best devil's mascot ever. But this is pretty good. I'm I'm not going to diss that in in any way. I, I think if if you're looking at at NJ Devil as a two dimensional picture, yeah, you know, he might be a middle of the pack kind of kind of kind of character, but he's a three dimensional character. He's a living and breathing entity of hockey insanity, and he's been doing it for a really long time. And you just have to watch him for a little while to be able to appreciate what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, we're sometimes we're just basing our totally unscientific poll here. I mean, it was it was based on a number of things. I mean, we could have just said, I don't like the way, you know, like with Hunter. I'm just like, I don't like the way that mascot looks. I mean, Hunter might have a hilarious Twitter account like Bailey or like Gritty, but in this case, nobody's following it. Well, right. But that's what I mean. That like, I, I don't know, because I just looked at that mascot and went, oh, train wreck. Right. But then when I think of like Bailey, you know, I go, oh, that's cancel lion. But I mean, there's but then, you know, when I, I follow Bailey on Twitter and he actually engages with people on Twitter and is actually funny and and whatnot. Bailey's been in trouble recently. And so he's been kind of quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well. Yeah, so I, I just kind of ignored Bailey and said, mm, we're going to put him in the middle of the pack. I mean, Bailey used to be fantastic. Now, what about Nash? Because, uh, Jim, you also gave a lot of votes to Nash. And, Tim, I think you also voted for Nash. So you guys have some thoughts here about the I, Nashville Predator. Uh, you want to go first, Tim? I mean, I that was the one where I had kind of a tie between Nash and Sabretooth because they're essentially, I would say Nash is a knockoff of Sabretooth. They look almost the same, and they were, they were both pretty much gritty before gritty existed, because people just don't realize it because of the markets that they're in. But these guys come out, they do stunts, they fly through the air, they drop out of the rafters into the arena, they jump four wheelers, they repel from the ceiling. I mean, they do all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, that, Tim, a uh, fact for you. So I don't know how much this applies to Nashville. So why I think just based on you saying that Nash is over Sabretooth. So Tennessee has a very rich history with um, wrestling. I listened to a, a they talk about the history of the Memphis Grizzlies and their mascot, and they do a lot with 
stunts and things like that because it's an homage to their like local wrestling history. So now that you say that, that probably ties into Nash and his shtick. So I'm gonna give now I'm gonna agree and give Nash the edge over Sabretooth. For one, Nash is a Sabretooth tiger and he's the Predator's mascot. And unlike Sabretooth for the Sabres. And yeah, for the wrestling history. And I think that's a really cool homage. And I like that they're kind of doing something that's traditional to their market. Well, and I like the play on words too, with his name being Nash, like Nash or Teeth, and Nash is in Nashville. So right. I think that um, that plays well. That is a good name. That's why that's kind of why I picked them, but more more because of you know the performance that he puts on. I've got I'm going to add on to Tim's pile of of good things to say about Nash, and that one Nash puts on a clinic for any and all other mascots that want to come. They come to Nashville. And he teaches them how to be better mascots. He gets them in shape. He shows them, here's how you can do crazy fun stuff. They brainstorm. They create better ways of becoming better mascots. And that is really fantastic. I can't think of anybody else that does that sort of thing. And he takes his own time to do this. That's cool. Um, Like the guy who is Nash actually puts on this clinic? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. And the other thing about him that also definitely puts him above uh, Sabretooth, who is the cartoony version of Nash, uh, I might add, uh, is the fact that the reason why it's Sabretooth is because when they were digging out the foundation for Bridgestone originally, they found a Sabretooth skull. That's why they have a Sabretooth for their mascot. And the skull still sits in the arena in a glass case. That's awesome. That is awesome. I knew that. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. I knew that. I just didn't know that they found it when they were digging the foundation for the arena. So that's that's really cool how that ties in. Mm -hmm. And I like the name Nashville Predators. I don't know if I like the original logo, but I like, you know, they've tweaked it over time. And they have like the one logo where it's kind of a little facing kind of like a little more forward. I like that one, too. Yeah, Um, it's a little more aggressive and, and, and quick. You know, and I like the fact that the the Predators will wear yellow as their home, their dark home uniform. I like that. Off I have one of those yellow jerseys. Yeah, it's pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so Nash Nash is uh, was tied for fourth for best with uh, NJ Devil. Okay, third place. This one is a little contentious. Mm. Spyro, no, Sparky, not Spyro. <laughs> You're the only one who got the Spyro the Dragon reference. No, I got it. Yeah. So, uh, um, to, Blake's to, like, yeah, I got it. It just wasn't funny. Yeah. Well, no, okay. no, I, I, but I got it, but there can be only one purple dinosaur. Oh, oh. yeah, that's true. Good thing he's not purple. Well, yeah, that's right. I like Sparky. I think this is the one time I think the Islanders come out on top in mm-hmm. pretty much anything other than they've actually been good the last couple of seasons. So, credit to them. And, I like the Islanders. I, I'm a fan of the underdog. You know, I went to Michigan State where, you know, kind of the underdog vibes have a lot of friends who went to Iowa State kind of feel the same. So I like the Islanders. I think, you know, they're, they do things a little bit differently. They're not as buttoned up as Rangers who have mm-hmm. no mascot. I mean, most of the other original six teams have one. I mean, you, you know, we've talked about some of the terrible ones today. Um, no one's too good for it. And I think Sparky's cool. I mean, I think the color scheme that fits into Sparky being a dragon 
looks cool. You know, I think the wings are awesome. I think it's kind of a good mix of cartoony, family friendly, cute for the kids, but also like, you know, you want to part of the brand, you want to have an intimidating mascot. You know, you have Nash, who's Sabretooth Tiger. You have NJ Devil, who's the devil or Satan, as Tim likes to think. And I think kind of Sparky pulls off all of those things. Um, and it's just, you know, I like, Sal, you mentioned color. I like when things match branding wise, you know, and he looks awesome. So that's my my uh, push for Sparky. Well, here's a, here's a, an interesting thing about Sparky. Sparky changes colors. Name another mm-hmm. mascot that does that. Wow. Wait, what, what colors does he change to? He changes from blue to orange, blue depending to orange. on if he is at the Islanders game or if he is the mascot for the uh, local soccer team. He's actually oh. a shared mascot, and he changes colors for whichever team he's going to work for. Yeah, so he he's did that while a chameleon. The, he did that while the Dragons were still around, because that's where mm-hmm. he came from. Yeah. Uh, he was the arena football. He was the arena team, the, the mm-hmm. Dragons mascot. And I think that's where the connection should have died, because they were called the Dragons. He was a dragon. Okay, makes sense. They're called the Islanders. He's a dragon. Okay, what? Did you want Why? the Gordon's Fisherman to be their their mascot? Yeah, actually, yeah, sure. Sal would definitely a scary, like a scary like peg legged no. guy with a hook for a hand and wearing like a trench coat. Like they had, like they had fish stick, little boy. They had yeah. fish stick. Niles, N Y I S L E S. Niles was a seafaring islander that the New York Islanders used for a mascot prior to Charles Wang obtaining the team and soon replaced him with Sparky the Dragon. I've Googled pictures and it is the fish stick logo as a mascot. It's like a cartoony dude with a raincoat. So they did do that and it looked terrible. Whether you would love that or hate it, it doesn't matter. Dragons, what does that have to do with New York, with Long Island, with Islanders? Other than the fact that his tail is a hockey stick, what does he have to do with hockey? He was created to be a football mascot for a team called the Dragons. Yeah, Stop. but he's sick. Stop recycling guys. Would you rather have a cool mascots. mascot that makes no sense or a lame mascot that makes sense? I don't want Did, either. It's Long Island. Did you want a fish? Yes. Something that makes sense. How about a walking island? Just a guy shaped like the island. In a suit. Yeah, that would be a fish. Walks around. Because Long Island is shaped like a fish. Okay. That works. And then he could okay. change colors. Sometimes I'd he rather turns this way, realize... he looks like a fish. He turns this way, he looks like an island. Sal, did you just realize that Long Island looks like a fish? No, I just actually wanted to ask, what's your stance then on uh, Mickey Moose, the mascot of the Winnipeg Jets? Again, stolen mascot. Well... Is it, though? The whole idea behind him was for the Manitoba Moose. Right. That was the idea. Yes. So that's where he should be. Whatever. But what are you going to have? A giant stuffed airplane? I mean, it doesn't well, the make idea sense. was that, that the would Manitoba, actually be cool. The I mean, Manitoba if he can go and fight the cannon down in Columbus, yeah, I'd, I'd have bet the airplane, that. fight the cannon. We'll just have World War Three, but done with mascots. I'm betting on the cannon for that one. But just so you know, so Mickey Moose... The Manitoba moose were originally the Minnesota moose. I have a Minnesota moose jersey, and they have that moose, that cartoony-looking moose, as their crest, okay? So they were the Minnesota moose, then they moved to Manitoba when the Jets moved to Phoenix and became the Coyotes. They became the Manitoba moose, and then they were there for a long-ass time, 
And so then when the Jets came, they're like, all right, well, we don't need an AHL team here anymore, but we'll take, uh, I think it was actually the same ownership group. And they just said, well, you know, we're not going to have uh, two teams, but we'll take the mascot because, you know, the team's been here for like, say, 1996 to whenever the Thrashers moved to uh, Winnipeg. So the mascot had been there for like 15 years. So they said there's a whole generation of hockey fans who know Mickey Moose. Why would we get rid of him? Why not incorporate him into part of the history there's, of hockey in Manitoba? Sounds like the same concept all over the place in, in Manitoba. Well, there's that too. But if he's originally from Minnesota, there's Moose in Minnesota. True. So... It's the same concept as Yuppie. He was homeless, and they gave him a home. So. Tim, I, I feel like that if, if you saw a thrash on the side of the highway hitchhiking, you would just throw a can of peaches at him. Yeah, I Tim. Pick him up and take him home. What happens when you wake up the next day and you find him in your bed next to you? That's not going to happen. No, I think he'd be so. cooking him over a spit, right? Roast roast thrasher. With, with, a, with a peach in his mouth? Yeah, I would just, there you go. I would just have him live here, and then when I go to parties, he comes with. I mean, what a talking point that would be at every party. Like, who's oh, my this God. Guy? Your plus one would be a former NHL mascot. Yeah, see? I like it. Hey, um, Tim, you got to yeah. talk about Iceberg. So Iceberg came in second. I think you and I were the only ones to vote for Iceberg. Yeah, I gave Iceberg, like, my third-place vote, and you gave Iceberg... Your third I place. I, ranked him, I thought I ranked him high. He got eight votes, so he was a distant second, but he was still second place. I got some feels about Iceberg. I mean, I I voted for him, but uh, you're the, the resident Penguins fan, so why don't you talk to us about Iceberg? Look, I'm, I'm going to make this short and sweet. He's a <laughs> he's a penguin. The team is the Penguins, so right there, it's checked off the list. The mascot is the team. So therefore, that makes sense. The team plays on ice. They used to play in a place they called the Igloo. His name is Iceberg, as in ice and berg at Pittsburgh. It even has the H on the end. So that's covered. And he fought Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, I mean, if you want your mascot to be a fighter, and although he lost... But technically, it wasn't him. He he lasted longer than any of us would have. So yes, exactly. That 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 alone gave him enough to put him in my top five. So, with all that being said, and also the fact that I'm biased, there you go. So that's why I picked Iceberg. And and really, above all of that, he's a penguin. The team is the Penguins. There. I mean, Tim, he's Tim's not the, the simple same penguin man. on the jersey. Yeah. He's not that the same matter. exact penguin because that logo was designed before he existed. So well, then you're saying it could have been easy to make a match. I mean, you could have made a match, but nobody wants a plain old black and white looking thing. It's got to no, be no, three dimensional and like. Didn't big. iceberg? Did iceberg? Wasn't he post back to back championships? Ninety nine, ninety ninety one, ninety one, ninety two. Didn't he come later? Didn't he come yeah. during the conceded Swan era? He came after <laughs> they won the cup. Which one? The first one or the uh, second one? I thought it was the first one. And then okay. they made him and they won the second one. Okay. But, and here's the other thing, too. You talk about, like, minor league teams. Their minor league team is also the Penguins, the mm. baby Penguins. So Wilkes-Barre Scranton is the Penguins. And guess what? They have a Penguin mascot, too. 
His name does is not the, Iceberg. His name is Tux. They look almost identical. Does he wear a diaper? They're wearing different gloves, different color, colored gloves, and Tux actually has a bow tie. Does does Tux also wear a diaper? I don't think so. Well, he's not I Baby Penguin hope, then. I think that's terrible. I would have hoped Tux would wear the uh, tuxedo T-shirt. I think that would be cool. Doesn't need to. He's got a built-in bow tie. It's the irony of having wearing a tux over your tux, but it's not actually a tux. It's a t-shirt. And you know what? Mm-hmm. He doesn't tux it in. So a couple of things I'm going to say here as long as we're on the, uh, on yeah, this, this topic. Just, this just um, keeps coming. First of all, when the Pittsburgh Penguins owned 50% of the Russian Red Army hockey team, they rebranded the team as the Russian Penguins. And one of the things that they did to help promote the team in Moscow was they sent an iceberg costume over to Russia. They sewed the uh, Russian Penguins logo on its chest, and then they had this, this guy dress up, and he was iceberg or whatever they called them in Russia for the Russian Penguins team. And from what uh, what their marketing guy told me, they hired this guy who was really charismatic and funny, but he was a terrible skater. So he would fall down a lot and people thought, oh, that was part of the act. It's this big clumsy penguin. But he was just actually a really bad skater. And then the other thing that I want to say, getting back to the Jean-Claude Van Damme and Sudden Death. So, so those of you who have not seen the movie Sudden Death, 1995, action thriller starring martial arts actor, actor in quotes, deprecating quotes, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It takes place at a hockey game at the, at the Igloo. It's the Penguins and the Blackhawks playing game seven of the Stanley Cup finals. And one of the henchmen, actually a henchwoman, steals the iceberg costume and dresses up and it attacks Jean-Claude's character. And they have this knockdown drag out fight in the kitchen of the rink, you know, where they prepare all the food and stuff. And it's a really violent, bloody fight with like stabbing and strangling. And it's, it's a really like very it, violent. It's a very violent fight. And when I talked to the director of the, the film, cause he actually put that scene in there, he thought, I thought it would be like just such a juxtaposition to have like this adorable penguin, but to have it do these, you know, to but to have it fight and and have you know, so the character's fighting for his life, but he's fighting this person dressed in the penguin outfit, and there's just like this disconnect where it's like it's ridiculous, but it's also like very violent and maybe a little disturbing. And I want to know why this isn't more of a meme. Like I've I've gone out. I think I want to see maybe the Chicago Wolves did it or maybe the Blackhawks did it. But I've seen where like on the jumbotron they'd play a clip of that where it'd be Van Dam beating up the the Penguin mascot just like a few seconds from from that scene from the movie. But then I think the Penguins also did that where they showed Iceberg punching Van Dam. Haven't they ever played that at uh, the Igloo or PPG on the jumbotron? Of course. Of course, right? This should be more of a meme. Like, there should just be, like, hundreds of animated GIFs of that fight happening, you know? Uh, it should be more of a thing, is what I'm saying. Well, here's another fun fact about that. You know, they, don't re- they don't refer to him in the movie as Iceberg. They call him Icy. No idea why. Yeah. Don't know why. Has his name I always been Iceberg? I don't know what the reason is. They just call him Icy. So I don't know if the Iceberg name is copyrighted and they didn't get the rights to that, but... That doesn't make sense because they had the team logo. So. It was the Baldwins. They own the team. They own the rink. 
They produced the movie. They produced the movie. I mean, so it was all there. It, it was all of there. I don't know. I don't know, you know if they just called him Icy, like for short, like a, like a fun, like oh, it's Icy, as in like short for iceberg. Could be because a little maybe. girl calls it calls him uh, uh, Icy. Right. Right. Uh, maybe maybe it was the fact that they they didn't want to like associate Iceberg as being this violent character by the time the next hockey season rolled around and and they want to be like oh remember kids that wasn't iceberg that was a a, a terrible terrorist penguin called icy two totally different things you know two just totally like different things yeah vanilla ice and and queen and david bowie you know two totally different songs well when i totally wrote different. well totally different yeah <laughs> but no when i when i talked with howard baldwin about that when i wrote about that movie i asked about that actually and he just said nah we we we, we had no worries that fans were going to confuse the two. One's a movie, one's real life. He just kind of put that to rest. Okay. Because uh, everybody was going to think that a helicopter really crashed through the Civic Arena? I'm sorry. That was an awesome movie. It was terrible, but it was awesome. I, I just love it. I mean, being a hockey fan, and I mean, at the time I was studying martial arts. I mean, just like that movie just checked all the boxes for me. It still does today. Well, and um, they actually used hockey players. They did. So, you know, it wasn't just all actors. There was real NHLers. Yeah. I, I I don't want to change the subject too hard, but but we should. But we should. And, yeah. I, and I know I know you guys want to get to number one on the list, but yeah. uh, just to stretch this out a little bit longer, has anybody seen the documentary on Netflix, Crime and Penalties? Oh That's yeah, about the, Dan, about the Danbury okay. Trashers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you watched that? Oh yeah. Oh, it was fantastic, was it not? It was. It was great. That's another fantastic logo. It's mm -hmm. a giant skating trash can. Yes. The only thing better is if Tom Wilson was dressed up in it. Lol. <laughs> yeah, it's great. If you people haven't seen it, you need to check it out. It's awesome. I'm going to probably watch that uh, this week. I'm going to make a point of that before I get too busy with watching, like, NHL games. Do it. Um, okay, so first place. No surprise here. So. Yeah, should we even have a drum roll? Cause well, no, but I'm going to say. I picked Grady as my first place. Blake picked Grady for first place. Tim picked Grady for first place. Reluctant. But Jim picked Grady for worst place. And even if I were to like say, okay, Jim's five negative votes count against our 15 positive votes, Grady still would have beaten uh, Iceberg by a margin of 10 to 8. But, you know, we're not doing that. So Grady got 15 first place votes. I know we all have a lot to say about Gritty. The one thing I will say, though, and I think we all agree with this, is that Gritty transcends hockey. And and That's Gritty, I, you know, if you stopped somebody on the street and asked them to name a hockey player, they couldn't. But if you asked them to name a mascot, they'd all say Gritty. Unless they were a hockey fan, then they might say NJ Devil or Iceberg or Al the Octopus or whatever, depending where they're from. But, like, Gritty appeals to people who are not hockey fans not because they like hockey just because he's so ridiculous gritty caught us all off guard because we all looked at that and said wtf but then it was the train wreck that we couldn't look away from perfect for philly yes perfect for philly yes <laughs> and the only other thing i'll say and i'll let you guys speak your pieces but is that deep down inside if we all got to be a mascot, I think 
we all would want to behave the way Gritty behaves. Like, we'd want to be like, yeah, you know what? I want to be the mascot that, you know, shoots silly string at fans. I want to be the mascot that picks up that little brat and throws him in the penalty box during a little peewee game during intermission. And I want to be the mascot that, like, messes with people. And I want to be the mascot that that kind of does these kind of rude things, right? Like, where we think, like, we put this on and people don't know who we are. And that kind of gives us a little bit of a license to be kind of a jerk. And Oh, so you mean, like, anonymous? Yeah, kind of. That's what I mean. Like, is that Gritty kind of, I feel like he kind of all fulfills that wish for us a little bit. And we see him do something kind of jerkish and we just are like, he, 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 you know, like, oh, Gritty, you're so, you're so bad, but we love you. And yes, uh, UP after meth would be Gritty. I, I agree. Yeah, I think Gritty, to be honest, if you were to like put me on the spot and say name an NHL mascot, I think he'd be the only mascot before today or before a couple of days ago that I could actually like on the spot pick. And I, I mean, and Sal, I agree. He's like, I said, I thought everyone was going to rate him last. I thought I was going to be, it was going to be the hot take me putting him first. Cause like, I mean, I love ridiculousness. I'm not, I'm not by the book. I like to call it outside the lines. And I think, like you said, the train wreck, you just can't stop the watch. I mean, times a hundred. I love that. He is just absolutely ridiculous in every way. And like, I, I'm trying to think of ways to describe him, but I think, the reason I gave him first place is that I cannot describe him in any way at all. Just just take one look at him. Ironically, Jim, I said that, you know, Stinger would be so scary if I woke up to him looking over my face. I think Gritty would be too. I, Gritty looks like one of those old school, yes, not old school for you guys, old school for me, McDonald's characters that they used yes! to have. Oh, like the fry and, guys? Yeah, I think that just gives me like, makes me feel safe. So that's why I love Gritty. So he's like a big orange hairy grimace. Yeah, pretty grimace much. mixed with a fry guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Look, You've Sal, cracked the code. Yeah, You've see, cracked there it is. The code. I never knew what gritty was. We just say it's this big one. It's grimace and a fry guy. You, dude, you nailed it. Yeah. See. <laughs> Teamwork. I mean, look, gritty was created by the same people that came up with the Philly fanatic. Which, to this day, still nobody knows what the hell that thing is. So, why not have something else that nobody's going to know what it is? A big, giant, furry, orange thing. Which also describes Yuppie. But anyway, um, Sal named everything that I was going to say about about Gertie. Because, you know, and my whole stance on this, as much as I like Iceberg and have a bias towards that, Gertie came out and the marketing team and everything behind him embraced all the qualities that he needed to transcend hockey itself and become more than just a mascot. And that's kind of what he is. You know, he's internationally known personality and he's kind of a star in and of his, uh, of himself. So you think of famous mascots and he hasn't been around that long, but you think of San Diego chicken, right? You think of the Philly fanatic, you think of, you know, the, these mascots that are iconic that have the Notre Dame, been around for so long. Irish did, guy. Here, here's Gritty, and Phoenix he's Sun up Gorilla. on that level because people know who he is and are aware of him, not just because of hockey, but because those googly eyeballs and big orange furry hair are on tons of things and, and used for different things and it's great marketing. I mean, it really is great marketing. I'm, I'm going to personality behind them is, is is beyond that. 
I'm it's... gonna grab what you've you've t- said right there, Tim, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use my my verbal judo, and I'll let that motion carry to my point of saying that gritty is bigger than the Flyers. Like the Flyers might as well be the mascot of gritty <laughs> at this point. Like gritty is the gritties. Who says yeah, they're not? I mean, uh, they, they really that that's that, that's what's kind of come down to be gritty is is so much bigger than the fly like if you if you asked you know people hey can you name an NHL mascot oh yeah gritty who's he the mascot for huh I, I mean you know I'm sure if if somebody walked up to Tim and was like hey Tim can you say something nice about the Flyers yeah gritty that that's that, that's about it you know that's, and come on no, I <laughs> Well, that's the only thing you're gonna say, you know. Nice. I would say nothing at the nice. Thanksgiving table. So, I'm pretty sure he punched a baby one time too, but I don't have any proof of that. Per stick. <laughs> Gritty is is he's not even a mascot for the Flyers. He's just an emblem of the insanity of of hockey or the concept of what people think is hockey that don't actually watch hockey. That sort of untamed violence. And insanity, unbridled insanity. And he doesn't fit a mascot mold anymore. Like, they, they, they put him into the mascot mold and he just shattered the crap out of it. So you're using his transcendence as making him the worst because he's now no longer a hockey mascot. He's beyond that. Yes. I see. I see what you're doing. See, this is uh, this is why I didn't want to think about this that much. Well, Blake thought Blake, Blake <laughs> because, thought that he was going to be having the hot take of putting Gritty at, at first, and apparently he was completely in the uh, the mainstream. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I can I, I can totally like see your point by not picking him because he because of the very fact that he did he transcends. You know, what? I'm changing my vote. I don't vote for Gritty anymore. What? Iceberg's my All new right. vote. That makes really? it easier for me to change the vote Gritty. count. I guess if we deducted your five votes, Gritty would still be ahead by two votes over Iceberg. So I didn't even pick Iceberg number two. Yeah, but you and me and Jim all contributed votes towards Iceberg. I remember the first year Gritty came out. First, everybody was like WTF. And then Gritty appeared on every show. I remember he was on Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, where he, you know, had a couple of, you know, he talked about Gritty for five minutes at the beginning of the show. And then he's like, I could talk about Gritty for an hour, but I really need to talk about politics. And then he talked about, actually, he talked about Brett Kavanaugh when he was being confirmed for the Supreme Court. And then at the end, he had Gritty standing in as Brett Kavanaugh because he's like, you know, a, a redheaded, monstrous, awful thing. And then it was Gritty in like a judge's robe, like banging a gavel. But then I also remember that like, he was the, on every late night show, period. He was on Conan and yeah. everything. Yes. He's a superstar. But then I remember in 2018, uh, the Super Bowl, they had a little uh, a, a skit with Stephen Colbert where he was having a Super Bowl party, and the two people at the party were uh, Patrick Stewart and Gritty. And he's sitting on the couch and having a Super Bowl party with Patrick Stewart and Gritty. It was hilarious to grow up watching Star Trek The Next Generation and and then like the X-Men movies and like liking Patrick Stewart and then liking Gritty and liking Stephen Colbert since his time with The Daily Show. It all just comes together for you. It just came together for me that like, it was like, oh my God. Uh, and, then, and then there was like a Star Trek joke in there. And then it was like, you know, hockey joke in there. And then it was like Stephen Colbert. It was just, it was just crazy. It's like my world's just collided into 
into this to see, you know, Patrick Stewart arguing with Gritty. It's just funny. I really hate that the year that Gritty came out as their new mascot, quote unquote, that the Flyers just crap the bed that season that they had so much momentum publicly mm-hmm. with that and then they just had an awful season that is something they should have rallied around so much that was a tidal wave that would have carried them and like everybody sucked but Claude Giroux I Jim, mean it was just ah. Oh. could you imagine well, I'm mean, sorry you have to be more specific what year was this Mm, I don't know, eighteen thirty-four. I forget. Tim, 17, Tim, you 18. might want to, you want, you might want to cut your mic, uh, your, uh, mute, mute yourself for a second because you're not gonna like this. Jim, Sal, can you imagine the Flyers win the Stanley Cup and instead of Batman handing the cup to Giroux, he hands it to Gritty? Could you imagine? I think that would be my dream. I would um, pay a dollar to see that. I'd pay more. I'd pay a hundred dollars to see that. Maybe not. I'm cheap, so. I yeah, but maybe, you know, maybe, maybe twenty. Gritty would like skate a victory lap with it and then like throw it into the crowd because that's what Gritty would do. Yeah, oh, I know. The, the, the better thing would be if 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 Batman is getting ready to like you know pick up this the cup and hand it to Claudio and then Gritty just shoves Batman out of the way 100%. and then picks up the cup and skates off with it. Now Gritty would never do anything to Claude Giroux because he sees no. Claude Giroux as an older he, he brother. He would shove to him. Batman out of the way. Yes, that might be the only way Gritty could be more popular. Is if he shoved Gary Bettman out of the way, grabbed the Stanley Cup, and then handed it to Claude Drew. I think after that, he would never have to buy a drink anywhere again. Well, he'd probably just throw it over the glass into the stands and let the fans have it, because it's Philadelphia. We all First, saw what happened when the Eagles won the, the, the Super Bowl. Yet that kind of bedlam again. First of all. You're saying the Flyers would first have to win the Stanley Cup, which we're talking hypotheticals. I mean, this is pretty far stretch here. It was pretty hypothetical that the Eagles would win the, the football thingy jewy thing. The super the super the, the sports game. ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about any of the other honorable mentions? Just gonna throw these out really quick. Also making our list, but placing outside of the top five. Al the Octopus, whom I'm really surprised didn't get more votes, Wild Wing, Slapshot, and Bailey, Victory Green, Carlton, Finn the Whale, and Sabretooth. I like Al. I like the fact that he's an octopus and he's not like a bird with red wings because that would be like the easy, safe choice. Instead, the red wings went with something historical. I mean, I remember seeing back in the late 80s when I went to hockey games, I remember... Red Wing fans, and I remember a lady, a nice older lady, and she had this little purple octopus on a stick, and it was like a little cartoon Al the Octopus, and I just thought, oh, that's cute, you know, and I got it, you know, eight wins, eight tentacles, even though now it would be 16, but still. Yeah, and then they throw the octopuses, octopi, on the ice for four big games. Yes, and now they, yeah, and they have somebody, and now they do it, like, have somebody do it instead of having the fans do it, and Mm -hmm. the extreme lengths that Red Wing fans would go through to smuggle in uh, an octopus like yeah, al didn't, so. al didn't sure. make my best or worst list and the reason why is i don't consider him a mascot really same because huh? well, I a mascot to me, yeah a mascot to me is somebody in a costume right he was a large yeah. purple octopus with a wing sweater that nobody wore they just lifted this giant styrofoam or 
paper mache whatever it was up into the rafters. Mm-hmm. He's so, a symbol. He's not a three-dimensional yeah, character. He's a symbol. He's not really mm-hmm. a character per se. They yeah. made him into a character with all the little plushies and the stuffed animals and stuff like that, but it was never a person in a costume. He doesn't have a personality. There's no personality yeah. to him. Yeah. He so. looks angry. Isn't that a personality? I mean, no, if that's you were an a Detroit fan, wouldn't you be angry too? Mm. Come on. Tim's got a point know. there. Yeah. We got a lot of cops. They did pretty good in the 90s and the 2000s, so I think they did all right for themselves. Tim, if you think you can get me down with that, Detroit is the worst sports city in America right now. So you're going to have to do a lot better than that to get me down. Yeah, the Lions, the Tigers, the Bear. Oh, wait. Uh, no, no, the Bears beat the Lions. So, yeah. Yeah, I was there. Oh, my. Yeah. That, I mean, that's why I didn't vote for. Vote at all for Al, because I kind of just separated him from the pack. Well, now, what about I, Wild Wing? I had Wild Wing ranked. I did, too. Best. And I'm thinking that, like, with Wild Wing, like. Wild Wing, okay, so the, the Ducks have been around since 93, but then there was the Mighty Ducks cartoon. Not to be confused with the live-action movies with the kids. The Mighty Ducks cartoon, where the Wild Wing character is an alien duck from the planet Puck World. Not Duck World, that would make too much sense. Puck World. And he and his team of crime-fighting ducks come to America, and they fight crime when they're not playing hockey. And so, like, Wild Wing is, like, another one of those mascots that's kind of transcendent because he's not just a hockey mascot. He was also on a Saturday morning cartoon in the 90s. The people that came up with the idea for this cartoon were the same people that sold Yuppie the meth. Yes. I mean, it could be. But I, I picked Wild Wing for the simple fact that we talked earlier about, you know, all the stunts and everything. He was the first mascot to ever drop out of the ceiling in a, in a stadium. He's actually noted in record books as the first mascot to ever, ever have done that. But his mask, I mean, his mask is like his whole face. It's it's wicked looking. Mm-hmm. He's basically well, if, like if you, you take said, it off, is it superhero. like a duck skull underneath? I mean, yeah, there's just like tendons and, and tissue and everything. It's just it's part of his it's part of him. It's, it's he, very Jason-esque. He's a walking cartoon character. I feel no, like he should cartoon. have a machete, honestly. He should. Maybe a chainsaw. In the cartoon, that mask actually gave him powers. It was like a special mask that was worn by the leader of the the ducks. But whatever. See, so again, he's a superhero. He just and needs then, a cape. Not all superheroes wear capes. No, not all of them. I don't think any mascots do really, and yeah. that's okay. They get caught in stuff. That's true. This Nobody true. wants their cape caught in a zamboni. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think I I think I voted for Nordy if I remember which mascot the Nordy's the uh, the one for um, Vancouver right? Did you no Nordy's no, the um oh, no it's Finn okay Finn the whale was was yeah. um was the one for Vancouver. Vancouver I think I voted for him solely because I learned that he uh, he actually will blow smoke out of his blowhole. It's true. Hey. I can't think of another mascot that does that in the NHL. What does he have to do with a Canuck though? Well, Orca Bay Entertainment owns the um, team, and uh, killer whales, I guess, are indigenous to that area in the uh, Northwest Pacific. Oh, that's so. why he exists because of a sponsorship agreement. They, they also the have a company. lot of. They also have a lot of orca things like on their jerseys and stuff like that too. It's an animal that lives in the region. Yeah. Okay, 
but it's also I, I have seen them in the in the local waters around there actually I, I saw a pod of them they were friggin huge I got a question if you freeze the water over are you gonna see those whales pretty if you sure go under not. the ice yes pretty sure whales can't breathe out of water no they need to so this guy's walking around with legs whales don't have legs North okay well, they don't wear masks water. either he's a pucky <laughs> ripoff Ooh, talk about shots fired the pucky ripoff that's it i voted for him for one of the worst so well blow that out of your blowhole that's right okay well i think we've pretty much said everything that we wanted to say about the mascots um, carlton is entirely too cute he shouldn't even be in the league okay i've said my piece Okay, well, Carlton, but then if you want to talk about mascots, we have Carlton and we have Louie. Louie is also a white polar bear. Am I, I'm he's blue. He's huh? blue. Oh, he's blue. I'm sorry. Yeah, for the blues. I like Louie, but I didn't yeah. go for him. Louie knows how to dance. Louie's a good dancer. Yeah, I don't really like Carlton. He's just entirely too snuggly. He's, he's, yeah. he's the kind of mascot I, I would worry about, like, coming home and finding in bed with my wife. She'd be snuggled up with him. I mean, there wouldn't be anything really bad going on, but she would just be snuggling up so hard to, to Carlton. Mm. Like a I, I voted exactly. for Carlton. I think he's cute. He looks like huh? he should be handing you like an icy or a Coke. I mean, well, maybe that's be, what... He should be handing you a, a fabric softener for your dryer. Uh, no, toilet paper. Or toilet paper. And oh. that's what I want. I want an icy at a game, and I want good toilet paper. So that's what appeals to me. So you're you're sitting in the can at, at the hockey game, and you reach over and you realize there's no toilet paper, and you bang on the stall wall next to you, and then you see this white paw reach under there and hand you a roll of toilet paper, and you think, my dreams have come true. Yes, yeah, literally. If it's now, good if toilet you, paper, yes, if you, because... If you transport me to my future dream house, and instead this is like a, a fridge next to me, and I have a TV in front of the toilet, and then... You know, a furry bear comes in and delivers my toilet paper. Yeah, that's more up my alley. But, you know, you're picking up what I'm putting down for sure. What kind of drugs do you have to do to have these kind of dreams? Seriously. Math? Dude, not. That's great. <laughs> go ahead. Go, Tim, just me, you, you, me, and you be out back. Let, let's just, I'll, I'll show you how it's done. Jeez. Oh, God. This podcast <laughs> is. Um... You didn't you guys... expect it to go here, did you, Sal? I'm drinking water. Are you guys drinking alcohol? I mean, what's going on here? I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I don't know about you. Oh, dear. I've got nothing. Um, hey, let's end the show on this note. Seattle has not released their mascot yet. That's true. Is it just going to be a giant tentacle? Because they have out of time. <clears throat> if, if they need to borrow something, I don't know if anybody watched uh, some terrible uh, anime uh, from the 90s, but there was this one called La Blue Girl. And if they have one called the Naughty Tentacly Monster, I, that, that would be just a home run for me. But okay. I, it'll never Jim, happen. I thought this was a kid's show. <laughs> there's, there's no kids that are actually going to be able to find that anime. Do you remember, nor should they, I never saw it, but I heard of it. Do you remember an old computer game in the 90s? There was Maniac Mansion, which they all supported to Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And then there was Day of the Tentacle. And it was about this evil purple tentacle. It was just this purple tentacle with like an angry eyebrow. And it was going around and it was trying to like conquer the world. 
I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That could be their mascot. I mean, they could recolor it to be that sea blue color that they have, but it could be their mm. angry day of the tentacle a video game character could be their mascot. Cause it's yeah, can sit there and fight Al the Octopus on the, on the Jumbotron. I think What's it the... needs to look more, and this has been the unpopular opinion of looking like evil and, and angry and that kind of thing, but I thought it would be cool to make it like Cthulhu looking, like just pure evil or you could go the route of like the pirates of the caribbean movies when davy jones shows up and yep. he's got yep. all the squid tentacle face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that wasn't cute like that. either that was no, also kind of terrifying wasn't but maybe we're gonna go think outside of the the mainstream again here and say that they're not gonna go with any sort of tentacled monster for their mascot because the whole point with the logo and very much the the essence of the kraken is that you never get to see the whole thing and that's what's scary about it oh that's good uh and and i think they they explained that as well and the fact that like their logo is like the s was just the tentacles like you don't see an entire the entire kraken you just see the little bit that comes out and that's terrifying enough it's just that that comes in and gets the ship and yanks it down so I think that they'll probably try and come up with something else completely different. I, I don't know if it's going to be a harbor seal or... Oh, that's a good know, point. Yeah, keep the or, or, uh, and do cute. Yeah, or, uh, you know, like a, a meth head with googly eyes. They got plenty of that up there, too, on the streets. So, so something um, scary and terrifying that you never really get to see. But also, it, it, it's also a part of... Oh, uh, Jeff Bezos. Oh. Jeff Bezos. That that's exactly Jeff Bezos with googly eyes. I was, Terrifying. You never get to see all of him. Yeah. And he's he's you know permanent fixture of Seattle. I was thinking more on the lines of my mother-in-law, but that we can go with that. All right. I heard that uh, Bada Boom is looking for a job, maybe, and he's already blue. Yeah. Maybe he can apply for the opening with the Seattle Kraken. You must be his agent because you've been promoting him multiple times. Sure. Write him a letter of recommendation. Uh, you know, after seeing the Nordiques logo make a comeback on the uh, reverse retro jerseys, I uh, I kind of want to see more Nordique things coming back into mainstream hockey. So it's uh, classy. Let's bring their terrible mascot back for another go. For another kick at the can. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up, guys. That was awesome. A meeting of the minds for our hundredth episode. A lot of interesting stuff to say about a lot of great and not so great mascots. So as always, thank you for listening to the Puck Junk Hockey Podcast. And until next time, peace out, collect what you like, and enjoy the upcoming season. For more hockey goodness, follow us on Twitter at Puck Junk.